0: Reading of a Celestial Scroll dictated by the Eternal Father to His Emissary Alpha and Omega. Divine Parables Translated by Living Telepathy Dictated by the Divine Father Jehovah the last doctrine that the planet earth shall receive a new science and a new world are born and the earth was formless and empty and darkness was over the surface of the deep and the spirit of god hovered over the surface of the waters It meant that by being in disorder, one arrives to be in order. The free will of the spirit and matter is initiated in disorder, for they are born in innocence and lacking of science. This disorder was darkness with a tendency to the order of light. They were gases that came from the sun's Alpha and Omega. Those very old elements are the same ones that you can see on the nature, Earth. Nothing is born with wisdom. Everything is started with ignorance. It is a universal right of spirit and matter. These gases, because of their dark color and in infinite hues, gave the impression of a colossal abyss. It is the same principle of a puddle of water. Smells and gases are born in it. What is up above is the same as down below. These gases underwent an infinite transformation by the effect of the sun's magnetism. I am talking about an epoch in which the sun that shines on you was not born yet. The heavens were open. Scenes never seen by human eyes took place at any instant. Beings from remote worlds traveled with naturalness, just as you travel. What is up above is the same as down below. As time passed by, the gases were turning into colored gases. A new maturity emerged from their molecules. A process that still takes place in your world. When the fruit that you use as food ripens, you are witnessing the development of your planet. The maturity or development of everything that exists takes place by microscopic dimensions, which your human eye cannot perceive. This form of manifestation of matter is not the only one. If there are as many worlds as the grains of sand of a desert, The same thing takes place with their respective origins. Do not forget that matter has got the same rights as you do. Nobody is less before the Divine Father. You have got individuality. So does matter within its own laws. Just as you enjoy yours, in the future and immediate knowledge humanity shall have just one universe the living universe of father jehovah or thinking expansive universe in this universe there is everything that the mind can imagine it is just enough to think of a universal theory and that theory in the form of an idea gives place to worlds, universes and galaxies, in such a degree that it escapes from the own calculation of the author of the idea, who unknowingly is filling the space with new future worlds. This takes place from the very instant that every creature starts thinking and it lasts until the last sigh of life. It is the galactic harvest. It was written that everyone makes his own heaven. Celestial Drawing from the Telepathic Scroll Yes, Little son. This celestial drawing shows how the Earth's primitive gas was. Every matter is initiated by microscopic densities. It goes through infinite stages of boiling. The gas of the drawing has been enlarged. The starting point of the Earth was like a microbe that was expanding as time passed by. yet grew as a seed does, which being very little becomes big afterwards. What is colossal has got the same principle as what is microscopic. What is up above is the same as down below. Everything that surrounds you was a microbe, not only your world but all the universe. This was written in my divine scriptures. One has to be humble in order to be great in heaven, for matter as well as for the spirit. The human faith only takes itself into consideration. It forgets that the universe is living. That matter has got the same rights as the uh, Spirit has. Nobody is less before the Creator. His infinite justice lies on it. When you are in the womb of your earthly mother, you start by being microscopic. Nobody is born big neither you nor your planetary dwelling. The birth of the Earth was like the birth of a baby. It had to be taken care of and kept an eye on by the same ones who still observe you. The flying saucers were the ones that led the Earth. These solar vessels existed before the present suns were born. No human mind can calculate their ages. It was written that the Divine Father has neither a beginning nor an end. You may also add to it. For your science is so recent that it still cannot even count the molecules that your planet has. And each molecule of your world has got a superior antiquity than the planet itself, for the humble and microscopic are first in every order of things. There is a hierarchy in time uh, here, and the more microbe one is, the older one is. What is microscopic sustains what is big. The explanation of this revelation lies in the composition of the cosmic elements. No human creature has witnessed such a thing, for the human creature is not the first one, neither on this planet nor in the universe. Before the human creature, there were so many creatures as the sands that are contained in a desert. The human knowledge knows something about it, what it knows is so little for it requested it so in the kingdom of heavens, adjusting itself to the law that every spirit is trialed in the life he chose, not only in its own events, but in every search for truth. This is, in every investigation of any order. That is why everything costs. It costs a sweat on the face. Nothing is given to the human creature if it is not by his own effort. For he requested it so in the kingdom of heavens, and it was granted to him. The living birth of the earth or any other planet of the universe fulfills the same law. What is up above is the same as down below. Up above, the laws are solar, down below, the laws are human. But they have got the same creative principle and different manifestations. It is the free, expansive free will that takes varied and infinite forms. A given instant in time shall come, in which the earth shall come to an end as it happens with worlds already old, whose number in the most microscopic unit of time that you can imagine is like the grains contained in a desert, in which each grain of sand is a world. When the Earth enters the epoch of a world in agony, it shall start to get smaller and crack. An example is in the wrinkles of an old man. What happens to an old man shall happen to the earth in its final moments. It shall lose cohesion. It shall become brittle. It will not be able to bear weight. Its gravity will be disappearing. Its light will be dull, to the point of turning into darkness. The end of your world is as it was at the beginning. It shall become gas again, but cold, just as a corpse. The sun that shines on you now shall become red. After going through all the hues of orange, beyond the red comes black. It shall be a sun with a philosophy of darkness. This latter part are laws of the solar parents. Having lighted on you through centuries and centuries is just an instant in the life of the sun. Your solar system shall disappear, and your sun shall continue as nothing has happened. It shall continue being a light source through superior times than what was used to light your planet Earth. It shall be a sun that shall wait for celestial orders. There are sun systems in the macrocosm which do not have the orbit of yours. There is everything in the master's flock. Those sons whose number is like the grains of sand of a desert have got infinite geometric movements. Many travel through the universe. They have missions as a prophet would have them on earth. What is up above is the same as down below. Your firstborn son promised you to be back to the world as shiny as a sun of wisdom. The firstborn sons are living sons. They are the highest hierarchies in the solar trinity. They replace a divine father Jehovah in remote worlds. Their number is like the sands contained in a desert. Being this comparison the most microscopic that exists, The original gas of your planet lasted in its form an infinitely superior time than what your planet has. I mean, the spherical form. Behold a divine revelation. Your planet went through a lot of geometrical forms until it arrived to the present one. It started as a little fire point, and it got extended in a lineal form. It was alpha and ended up in omega. It was a line and ended in a circle, and it shall end up in a line. The primitive gas acquired all the geometric forms in virtue of its free will. It got expanded and it contracted itself. It had molecules of fire. The process of materialization was a process of calories, an unknown calorie in the human knowledge. Behold another revelation. The present waters are the ashes of those unprecedented calories. Water made the earth and fire made water, and the fire was born from a sparkle that came out of the sun, Alpha. Fire was first, water was second, and the earth was third. All of this took place in an instant which is faster than your instants. An instant in those times were not human instants, they were celestial or solar times. In that instant, nobody knew the future of that gas. Only the father and the solar mother Omega knew it. Just as a baby who is not born yet, one does not know his appearance. What is up above is the same as down below. Along with the gas of your planet, there were infinite others, in such a quantity as the sands of a desert. And still now, in this very instant, the Sun's Alpha and Omega continue creating little sparkles, and gases of future planets are still being born from them. The earth shall come to its end, and they still shall be generating worlds. I have only talked to you of a couple of sons, without mentioning the others that also generate, and whose numbers are also like the sands of a desert. This means that the living universe of Father Jehovah is expansive. Starting from the O microbes, the visible and the invisible are expansive. This expansion constitutes the eternal movement. There is no other one. And if there is another, this is relative. And if there is another, this is relative and proportional to the science that created it belonging to the own universe. It is one of the sands of the desert. The continuous movement is the everything above everything. Matter is born from movement, and there is no matter that has not been movement. Everything exists in the universe. Your ideas have got movements, and, believe it or not, they have also got noise. Everything breathes in the creation, and in the breathing there is noise and movement. Even emptiness breathes. It contains an apparent nothingness. And nothingness also breathes and makes noise, for it is living. One needs only to live, and one has got all the rights of the Father. What is of the Father is also the Son's, and what is what the Son has, the Father has got it. This is, everybody and everything comes back to the same point. Matter and Spirit are the same thing. Manifested in the form of a universe, neither one nor the other has got any privileges, only the Father is unique. Every world, when its time has ended, turns back into what it was before, becoming a world. It becomes a cosmic element again. It comes back with one more experience which was carried out on a remote planet. The experience of having known an unknown matter to him, one of the many in the universe, and it gets ready to make new alliances with unknown elements of the universe. He looks for a new experience and he is born again in another space. Time and Philosophy Within the infinite thinking expansive universe there are creatures who are almost unknown, called human spirits, or little monkeys of flesh as well, for they belong to the worlds of flesh or planets' dusts. In the universe nobody knows everything nor shall everything be known only father jehovah knows it all and he knows it before everything is born the earth is seen from a remote distance like a grain of sand and it ends up disappearing And it is not the only one. There are as many planets Earth as there are grains of sand in a desert. The primitive gas of your world is the same that you see now. It has matured. It has had a development and it still has it. This gas is still a solar fire turned into matter. It is a process in which unknown creatures to any human being intervene. These creatures govern the elements. Without them, there would be no incarnation or materialization, neither of matter nor of the spirit. The essence of these creatures is the living magnetism. They are known in the Kingdom of Heavens as the Divine cherubs. They are so microscopic that you shall never see them. Only when you become solar parents shall you see them. One has to be born such a number of times as the sands contained in a desert. Behold the cause of all the causes. The most microscopic that your minds can imagine is sustained by the divine cherub. Their history is a Father's history, for everything has been created by the Father. The cherubs were mentioned in the scriptures, but it was not explained. They participate in every event in the universe. They are the Alpha and the Omega of everything that exists. And as such, they participated in the creation of the gas of the Earth. They are the ones that renovate the elements. They manage them and control them. There is no molecule in which they are not present. This divine revelation explains all the mysteries of nature and the universe. One gets to know all in the time being, and if it was not known, it's because you are on trials of life. With the advent of the final judgment, mystery stops being a mystery. It becomes a law and passes to the normal order of things. When one arrives to this point, a new morality is born, which may be correct or incorrect. It is correct when, in the moments of mystery and trials, the divine law of God is not violated. And it is incorrect when, in the right moments of mystery and trials, the divine law is violated. Immorality is provoked by man, never by the divine mandates. Man precipitated man in the crying and gnashing of teeth, for they forgot the morality of my commandments. The living morality of God is everywhere. A single microscopic violation of it is enough for not entering the kingdom of heavens, for it also reverberates there. My divine morality is as expansive as the universe itself. One who violates it, all the doors of all the infinity are closed on him. For he is recognized by the divine cherubs who are everywhere, and as such they read the mind, for they are in the mind. The most microscopic violation of the law is translated into darkness, and the violator spirit receives the treatment of a demon. And there is no middle ground, one cannot serve two masters. Either one serves a light, the Father's morality, or one serves darkness. The Creator begs nobody, but He makes them see the light of His Word. He gives opportunities, and in a silent way, and He does not let Himself be seen. And He sees everything, for He is everywhere. The doctrine of the Lamb of God starts from the principle that all of you have fulfilled what you're promised in the Kingdom of Heavens. Among all the requests, the supreme request is to obey the Divine Father's morality. Did you do it? Did you adore the Father that gave you life, second by second, along your existences? for it was mandated above everything. For I tell you that it is enough that you had stopped thinking just for one second or less of your Creator and you become violators of the law. You shall not enter the kingdom of heavens. Many may think that it is an exaggeration. It is not because you yourselves put this condition, and it was conceded to you. Every request is conceded, and every request is fulfilled in the Kingdom of Heavens. You made this request without knowing the Earth. Although many spirits had experiences of other planet Earths, for there is everything in the Master's flock, you did not know the conditions that you would find on the planet, for you requested a total forgetfulness of your past, and it was conceded to you. That is why your terrestrial life is called Trials of Terrestrial Life for every spirit is trialed when being born again. You were in the sun, Alpha, when he let off his little sparkle, which is now the Earth. You saw, in a state of innocence, how your future world was being born. You saw the divine solar reparative beings. You saw the divine cherubs materializing in the molecules of the terrestrial gas. You saw the flying vessels in such a quantity that they darkened the Sun Alpha. You saw by means of the solar television screens, the root of the little sparkle of the future planet. Even more, You saw yourselves in your future existences. The Divine Father can do everything. He materializes the events before they are born. He shows his own children their future falls and the children ignore them. They see them, but they do not have the experience of the action itself. They need to try it. They need to try the souls of such an experience. All the creatures in general see their future acts in the Kingdom of Heavens, their future existences, and in virtue of their free will, they turn to the Solar Parents for instruction and knowledge. For the Solar Parents have lived more and know more this search for knowledge is infinite for the spirits travel at the velocity of a lightning and they go from sun to sun from paradise to paradise and all the solar luminaries attend them above everything for they know that every humble and every little one as a human spirit is is great in the Kingdom of Heavens, and because it is of the Divine Father's liking. The spirits learn from these celestial trips, and from this divine experience have all the legends been born. What is up above is the same as down below, and every genius is a tireless traveler. The same goes for a revolutionary. The inventors frequent the laboratory worlds a lot, and every sloppy and neglected being likes to visit backward worlds. The rich frequent the worlds of illusion and easy things. They are the most backward spirits. They live from one present only and they nullify themselves, for they do not enter the kingdom of heavens. Those who have built their hopes up must search for the true spirituality. The spiritual merit is not only in one present, that is microscopic. In order to enter the kingdom of heavens, one has to be born again and infinitely. Just as transformations in the primitive gas of the earth continue taking place successively, so do the spirits succeed themselves in their existences. Being born again is for matter as well as for the spirit. Both have got the same rights. Every justice starts from this knowledge as this is ignored on earth, its justice passes away. I said so. The earth shall pass, but my words shall not pass, for from them a new doctrine is born. I also said it in other terms every tree that the Father did not plant shall be pulled out from its roots. I wanted to say to you that all those who created doctrines, sciences, or religions, and did not take into account the divine morality of my commandments, they shall disappear from the human knowledge. It is part of the final judgment. The term tree means philosophy in the Kingdom of Heavens. The galaxies and the stars form families with trunks and ramifications. It is the free will of the Solar Trinity expressed in geometric forms. Everything is geometrical. Even nothingness and morality are geometrical. Be morality and matter in what is geometrical. It is for that reason that every creation has got morality. Science and morality are inseparable. For in the eternal perfection, both alternate each other. And they make alliances in all the planetary philosophies of the universe. One gets to be known by the other and they make only one philosophy. All the worlds are unequal in their forms, but they have got a morality with their own laws. And everyone is equal before God. Nobody is less, for the Father has created everything. The Earth's primitive gas was not the own humanity's work, nevertheless. It was created by living beings and with a morality of their own. The creatures of space are and shall be moralists, for their feelings demand their spirits to be respected. Nobody is born without a morality, for one lives by the living morality. Each one's ideas have got the own influence of the morality created by the planet. Each molecule of the idea is magnetized with microscopic solar lines. One is not born with a body in the instant of being born. The body is the product of the spirit's action. It was written that each one makes his own heaven. When one is born in the suns, The spirits have the form of a spark, of a white color. They are energies in a free state. They think and they do not know why they think. They live a dream which is alive at the same time. They are multitudes of sparkles that are born surrounding the suns. Behold the Alpha and Omega of the human creation. The sparkle is a line charged with solar magnetism. The suns are the Omega and the sustentation of what is to come. Omega is the end of the beginning. The human beginning was and is a philosophy of trials, of uncertainties of a temporary forgetfulness of their past. All the forgetfulness of the Earth is just a moment or an instant in the Kingdom of Heavens, for the celestial time reigns in the macrocosm, in which one celestial second is equal to one terrestrial century. This demonstrates that the Earth and its inhabitants are just starting. Their microscopic expansion within expansion itself of the universe is just a little point or dust lost in space. Despite the fact that the Earth's primitive gas has got as many centuries as the sand contained in a desert, and it does not stop from being a little dust, a microscopic world unknown in the rest of the universe. This loneliness within an infinitely inhabited universe was requested by the human spirit, and it was granted to him, as he also requested to be visited by the flying saucers, and it was also conceded to him. Back in the past, these visits were more frequent, and at the beginning of the world, it was a normal movement of vessels. Colossal ships went through the gas of the earth, carrying out infinite laws for the gas to complement itself. The influence of these ships is unknown by the world. It is time for the world to know it. One gets to know things sooner or later, including the mysterious things, the things of the spirit, the occult things done by man, nothing. Absolutely nothing remains occult in the final judgment. For you requested it so, and so shall it be considered to you. This shall bring along a repentance as the world has never seen. You shall see great prodigies, and the laws which such a prodigies abide are not from this world. They are solar laws, which shall move nature's molecules. A crying and gnashing of teeth await you, world of the immorality. You shall not enter the kingdom of heavens, and it is not the first time. After each existence in the planetary dwellings, a judgment comes, which each immoral existence, you perpetuate your no entrance to the kingdom. Each second lived in a degree of immorality is equivalent to a new existence of new trials. At the seconds of your immoral existence, and you shall realize that it costs a lot to make fun of the father's laws. You must add the seconds contained in one minute, one hour, one day, one month, one year, and all the years that every morality lasted. Each second corresponds to the addition of your own actions. Each second corresponds to minus one heaven, and it is equivalent to being born again in worlds of suffering. You did not care, immoral beings of the world, the harm you did to others. Many were lost because of you. Many imitated you. Verily shall the world curse and feel sorry for you. Woe betide those who never studied Me, they only dedicated their free time to vain things, to illusion, for none of them shall enter the kingdom of the Father. The ungrateful beings have never entered, being them of any category, for there are also ungrateful beings in the trials of life. They receive abundance and do not thank no one shall enter my kingdom. Think that it is just enough one microscopic second or less of any violation, and you shall not enter the kingdom of heavens. That is why the crying and gnashing of teeth is universal. The committed faults start from the age of 12 until the last breath of life of your body only the children are blessed that is why it was said to you let the children come to me for theirs is the kingdom of heavens it was an anticipation of the events in the final judgment just as you advance in science so do the laws that were given to you before your world was born. The revelation shall be spread through all the media, books, newspapers, radio, television, cinema, for God is in them. Were you not taught that God is everywhere? Those who are amazed of this are ignorant spirits who never in life care for the Lord's mandates, in despite of their having promised to fulfill the law. Your world shall be transformed, and the humble beings shall be the ones who will transform it, not the so-called great ones of the world and wealth. They shall be despised. It was written that the humble ones are the first ones, first in everything that can be imagined, first ones in governing a planet with a revealed trinity. Verily, the world should have always been governed by the humble. Centuries after centuries have my scripture been saying it. The humble are the first ones in the kingdom of heavens. The least that the human destiny should have done was to have them be first on earth, too. For being the first one in heaven before the Divine Father includes everything that exists. The spirituality blind world let itself be governed by the ambitious, by the rich, by those who shall never enter the kingdom of heavens by those who build their hopes up on a present, by those who forgot that one cannot serve two masters, whether one serves gold or one serves God. Having you gotten accustomed to the comfort and illusions of these demons of ambition costs you the no entrance to the kingdom of heavens. If they do not enter the kingdom, neither do their followers. This is how the revolutionaries become great. Those who struggle for the others because of the easy attitude ones and the apathetic spirits, monotonous spirits who do not make an effort for anything. Those who have created a spiritual rock for themselves. I verily say unto you that it is more likely for a revolutionary to enter the kingdom of heavens than an entire world that fell asleep in comfort. My solar firstborn son, Christ, was a first revolutionary, being him first in every power, preferred to struggle against a Roman materialism with the same human laws. He chose that difficulty and imperfection of your laws. He gained infinitely more before the Father. His divine celestial points are a solar addition. They have no equal in the human calculation. My divine son fulfilled the divine law of the Father, thou shalt earn your bread on the sweat of thy face. The easy things have no merit in the kingdom of heavens, for in there everybody has infinite powers. They are in a world of equality, but they have not got to any limit, nor shall they ever get to one. Many studious beings of my scriptures have asked themselves through the centuries why my firstborn son let himself be defeated why did he let himself be killed the truth is that he preferred to please the father an attitude that your humanity should have taken many centuries ago were you not taught that you should adore your god and lord above everything else above every comfort, above every illusion, above your own selves. You certainly knew it, but it was easier for you to ignore it. This ignorance that came out of your own will results in all of you not entering the kingdom of heavens. And those who were intellectually concerned about my scriptures, I asked them, Did you stop doing it even one second in your existences? If it was so, be sure that you shall not enter my kingdom, for the promise you made in the kingdom covered all your life, from the first to the last sigh of life. This was so because you saw in the kingdom how your Creator instilled a blow of life into your own size, which made a divine alliance with your spirits. Written by Alpha and Omega We are sharing the new revelation, the celestial science of the Divine Lamb of God.